guys hope you enjoyed that sick ass yu yu haka show theme song as the interlude to the ultimate art anime podcast i'm your host the real deal emil uh, i know it's been a while since i uploaded one of these i was fucking around in california where i saw you know katsuno yaiba the demon slayer movie mugen train and uh yeah man it was pretty fucking great it's pretty great i got those good center seats Side and IMAX, definitely worth it for any sort of special event anime uh, experience. You need to go see it in the theaters in like the fanciest version. Uh, a lot of you guys, not a lot of you guys, most actually, yeah, most of you guys listening here in another country. I think that's really cool. So, shout out to like Italy, shout out to Singapore, shout out to Germany, uh, you know, my Deutsche bags. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, for real, though, that's really cool that you guys listen right into the right into the podcast. I don't. I'm sure your English is fine. I don't give a shit. 
I think it'd be interesting and it'd give me something else to talk about. I struggle to do 30 minutes on this, and honestly, I'm happy that Anchor can only handle 30 minutes at a time. So that's just where I leave it. So you, you throw in some stuff, you throw out some questions, you ask for suggestions of a specific genre. I'd be more than happy to answer those for you. Uh, let me give you the email address for this thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the... Let me see. Hold on. Let me, not, let me look it up so I don't give you the wrong one. <laughs> it's ultimateartpodcast at gmail.com. That's ultimateartpodcast at gmail.com. U-L-T-I-M-A-T-E-A-R-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. It's no spaces, none of that shit. Uh, I'd love to have a community. Maybe, hey, I get famous in Germany or you guys love me in Singapore or whatever. I'll come to your country. I will gladly come to another country and hang out and fuck around and do whatever it is you guys do over there. Also, uh, tell a girl about it. That'll help. That'll help in the future. Uh, they like anime too. So, you know, fuck it. Let's see what's up. So, yeah, uh, Demon Slayer was excellent. Uh, gotta tell you that uh, it's gonna make you it's gonna make you want to cry it really does man like the last movie I cried at was the peanuts movie and it almost got me there it wasn't quite there but it almost got me there uh, overall great flick beautifully animated beautifully uh, plenty of stylish violence as I like to call it if you've never seen stylish violence watch like Helsing or uh, I'd say the last season of Attack on Titan has stylish violence. Drifters, you know, those like really cinematic artsy shots where like you see the silhouette and it's just a guy's head and the sword thrust. And then like there's a like really crazy blood splurt, but it's just like that that one time and then they stop bleeding after that magically. It's pretty awesome. So go out, support it, make sure these things get made, whatever country you're in. If they have a thing and you can get to it, then I, I say go for it. It's worth it. Uh, let's see. So we got a lot of things, man. This is a this is a weird time for anime. It's uh, not a weird time. It's it's uh, it's that you know changing of the seasons, guard type shit. You know, you have a lot of shows ending. Of course, One Piece and Dragon Ball Z and and you know Boruto. I just consider that as like Naruto extended cut or whatever. So all those you know long running shows are gonna keep on going. But you have things like you know My Hero, Attack on Titan, all that good stuff. That people seem to love that are coming to an end. Uh, shows that aren't necessarily coming to an end, but the the season's over now. So you had uh, the slime. The time I got reincarnated as a slime. Season three is over. So if you want to go through and you haven't seen it yet, binge all that. It'd be really cool. Uh, tremendous show. Then uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I think that's just on a break for now. Black Clover ended a while ago and. It, the ending, anime ending was pretty bullshitty because there's still a lot left in the actual uh, manga. And it's kind of disrespectful. I think they just ran out of money because the animation, how much it would cost to animate what's in the chapters, it would probably be astounding. It would really surprise. It's probably 7 million Japanese yen. Uh, so uh, I don't think they're down to spend all that animating this show. <clears throat> Let's see what else we got going on. So we got a lot of cool new shows that came out. I think that, you know, it's important that you support new stuff. If you like it, don't just get attached to Obviously, you're going to have your favorites, but it's important that you, you know, give new stuff a try because if you like it and you respect it, then, you know, make sure it gets made. That's how that's how you keep making sure it gets made. They look at how these things view and sell and whatever. So if you like it, support it in any way you can. 
What have I been looking at? Uh, new season of How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Pretty solid. Uh, it's it's not like a groundbreaking award-winning series, but it's a pretty lighthearted anime. Standard isekai. Uh, except this one, he's summoned by just some randos. Like It's not like God or like a king or whatever. It's just two chicks. And they're like, oh, we want a demon lord. Oh, and then they suck, and so they end up having to work for him. It's a whole thing. It's not bad. You know, it's it's kind of pervy. It's got that, you know, standard pervy. Everyone has big titties except for, like, the ones that are drawn like little kids. And it's they still, like, make those weird, like, <laughs> poses for some reason. Then, uh, welcome to Demon School, Irimakun. That one is actually pretty interesting it's got kind of like that monster high vibe to it uh, essentially the premise of the show is that this kid had really shitty parents so shitty were they that they actually sold him to a demon who just i guess had baby fever or some shit and he's all like i just want a kid to call my grandson and surprisingly living in hell is actually awesome for him like he lives in a mansion and gets good food, and so he has to go to demon school and all that shit, and he's like, oh, Jesus, I'm a human. What's gonna happen? Oh, God. And it turns out everything's great. He, he finally has the life he actually wanted. So season one is just like them shitting their pants that someone's gonna find out and him trying to figure out how to be a demon, but it's just high school. You know high school is the same wherever. So, you know, he actually does pretty well, and it's, it's a pretty good, lighthearted show. It's a nice, lighthearted show with some, like, you know, fun moments. So it's definitely worth checking out. Season 2 just got started, so if you're one of those person, people who likes to binge-watch things, I would hold off on it for a little bit. We have I've Been Killing Slime for 300 Years, and Now I've Maxed Out My Level. Uh, I know that seems ridiculous to say the whole thing, but I feel like i got to say the whole title at least one time for the one time. It's it's a good show. Isekai, those things are you know, it's crazy. You'd think that they would burn out on those, but they still like they still keep being okay. It's not so much that like it's bad, you'd think it'd get overplayed, but it's like they mix up the stories just enough that even though that's like a, a start point, it's an easy start point. It's like, okay, there was this and now there's this. It sets the stage very easily. I see why they use it. But, you know, they, they mix up the story. So this, this chick dies from being, like, overworked in her 20s. And they're like, I'll just make you an immortal 17-year-old with magic powers. And they're like, oh, okay, fuck it. And she's like, I'm just going to be lazy. And it's awesome. And she accidentally gets super raw just killing slimes. Because if, if you've played an RPG, you know that, like, it's a pain. It's an intense pain, but if you really wanted to, you could just kill the lowest level monster a bazillion times and be fine. I feel like they did that in, like, they did that in Rising the Shield Hero. They may have done it in SAO. Oh, I don't remember. It's, I don't know. Those are all, like, good, lighthearted things, though. Um... I don't know how you guys felt about my whole dark protagonist thing I went off on. No one uh, fucking emails or anything, but I don't know. It's 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 all four of you that listen to this seem to li- listen to it and keep listening. So I appreciate that. And I'm I'm sorry for uh, not recording the podcast while I was out there. Uh, California, good time if you've never been. I was out there fucking around. Uh, I was down there actually on a work trip, but you know you gotta fuck around when you're out there. And it was a good time. It was a good time. Beautiful weather. I live in Texas, and it's shit hot 
humid all the time. So, you know, Germany you might know what that's about, but Singapore, you hear me. Am I right, Singapore? Woo, shout out. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, man, it kind of bums me out, though. It's like, even though you know the story eventually has to end, you don't want it to. You've grown attached to these characters, and, you know, in some cases, you've literally grown up with them. I remember when Naruto started, I w the first time I saw Naruto was in, like, 2005. I'm sure it came out before that, but I, I can't I can't remember it. So it's like 2005, I'm maybe like nine years old, and I've seen Dragon Ball Z. I grew up on Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I remember Gohan aged faster than me, so I didn't get to like quite grow up with Gohan. But I remember Naruto, he's like he's like 12, I'm like nine. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Like the, the powers in this, what? And then they do the thing with their hands. And of course, you know, you got to run around. That's when everyone started running around like Naruto, like the first time. That was that was when it all... <laughs> It all began, but then, you know, you get like seven years of that or so, and then you get Shippuden, and he's a teenager, and oh shit, I'm a teenager now, and, and then you get all that, and then he goes on to, uh, it, it eventually ends, I think Shippuden ended when I was in college, so I was like early 20s, and then you get Boruto coming out, and it's like, oh crazy, he's a dad now, I'm not a dad or anything, but I am a grown-ass man, so... You know, it's it's nice to grow up with a show, but eventually the story does have to end. And that goes back to what I said about, you know, supporting new stuff, giving it a shot. I don't think One Piece has any real end in sight. Like, they keep just going back and doing all these, like, cutaways and just... Ugh, it's so upsetting. It's so upsetting because you know... You know that it's not none of it really matters, and they're just milking it. And it's like, bro, I want to see what happens with the story, and you keep jerking me around. I'd love to do that. Oh man, you guys keeping up with my hero? My hero's been pretty cool. They're doing the joint training arc right now. Uh, if you haven't seen the show before, stop, stop listening to this and go watch it. It's it, yeah, it's worth it. Uh, joint training arc is pretty popular. It was actually one of the like better arcs of the series so far. Uh, it's class 1A versus class 1B. You know, they always had that rivalry since the beginning. And if you haven't read the manga, you're finally getting to see it unfold. They, they've had... Oh, excuse me, I had to burp. Um, they've had missions where they work together or have had to work together, maybe like a, a training exercise where they had to like uh, go against each other. But they've never really gone head-to-head. -head. And so this is the first time you're seeing... You know, first of all, who all is in class 1B? Because I think prior to this, maybe you see, like, you see them, but you don't actually, like, hear from them or see what they do uh, in the whole first three seasons, really, four seasons. You maybe see, like, four of these kids' powers. So you see all the quirks in class 1B. You have, you know, the, of course, the hit girl with the vines for hair and, and uh, the, the, uh, it was a Monoma, the creepy blonde kid who quirk, copies quirks. And then you got this mushroom chick who I don't get, quite get how her quirk is useful, but apparently it is, and she does stuff with it. Like, I've read it, and I'm watching it now, and I still don't get how mushrooms do anything. I, I really don't. So Mushroom Girl apparently does stuff. And then you got, like, the rivalry with Tokiyami and Dark Dark McGee, uh, old blackface boy from Class 1B. He, he really oh my god even when they like ah i know it's not he's not in any way supposed to actually be a black person but like it just looks so bad you just want him to have like big mr red popo mr oh mr popo red lips 
You're like, if you're going to go blackface, go blackface all the way. You might as well. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do they do that? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Hey, cool new thing on Netflix. Um, So if you watch anime, um, it low-key teaches you a lot more than you ever thought you would learn about Japan because there's <sighs> – the Japanese have their tropes too. Like the way Americans will watch like a cowboy movie or uh, or a movie about like knights in like medieval times. Like the Japanese have their period pieces too. Like you'll notice in every anime, somehow there's always like a, a country or a town or like a whatever that just magically somehow looks exactly like feudal Japan. And sometimes they'll ha actually use the basis of like old legends or like really cool stories or honestly a lot of their history and they'll just mix it in with the story or they'll like put a, a fake story under like some real stuff. So it's like you're almost watching like a, a, a docudrama, honestly. A lot of these animes are basically docudramas. So, you know, you have a lot about Oda Nobunaga, uh, I studied history, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna turn this into a history podcast. And I also forgot a lot of that stuff. So I know he was really important, and so they throw him into a lot of shows. They make a lot of shows about him. He was like their guy. He was like their their uh, general patent for America. You know the fucking badass. He was their Sun Tzu. You know. Then let's see. So you got a lot of shows about him, but you got this new show on Netflix. And I believe it's called yeah Yasuke Yasuke. So there's this actually it's uh they're re it's about a black samurai and he used to serve Odo Nobunaga and it's a whole thing and I I don't really remember a whole lot about uh how exactly he came to to be in uh the show but i do know the the actual story of yasuke so if uh in like the 1500s in japan there was actually a black guy who got to be a samurai he he ended up over there with some dutch guy and then he was like fuck this I'm not gonna be a dutch guy and i think he got his freedom and it was a whole thing and he got to be a samurai he wasn't like a i don't think he was like a sword swinging samurai i'm pretty sure this was when like you were a samurai the same way you were like a lord or something like it was more of a title and you didn't actually have to kill people and cut off heads for it. So this Yasuke, though, on Netflix is basically just he's just like this hulking ripped black guy. It's pretty hilarious how they draw black people because first it used to be like really like just awful and too dark. And now it's like they kind of have it down. It, they at least draw them more like, you know, human looking people. But it's always hilarious to me that they're just jacked. Like they've I've never seen a skinny black anime character. If they're any kind of like tan or like actually drawn like a black. Watch fucking Baki. Watch Baki and look at Mr. Unchained. What the fuck is up with that guy? He's literally just like he's like the Hulk. If the Hulk grew up in Miami in 1993, like just really loud Hawaiian shirts and like a G string because his legs are so swole 
And also, who's going to stop him from wearing a G-string? And, like, you can shoot him in the face, but it's whatever to him. And it's like, is that is that, do they think we have magic powers? Like, I know they call white people ghosts over there, but what? What are we? Are we like the fucking six million dollar man? It's it's crazy. So you got all that. Let me see. So Yasuke is actually really cool though. It's one of those like things where it's like I'm not gonna say okay I'm black, he black. It automatically makes it awesome, but it is a cool story with plenty of stylish violence, and there really was a dude in history that was a black samurai. So if anything, it might make people go look it up. It might you know it's just a cool thing. It's a cool thing. Oh man, drink all that spark really fast. It's a cool thing to watch, and I definitely think it's worth your time. So I probably am going to forget a lot of the anime I've mentioned uh, in this podcast, but I'm going to do my best to remember them and put at least a couple of them up. Uh, I don't want you guys. To, I don't want to burn through all my recommendations. Uh, I need. Uh, I need to come up with like segments and stuff. Or, or something, because I'm going to burn through all my recs in a jiffy, because granted, you know, I've been watching it for like 20 years, but you, it takes eight minutes to talk about when no one's interrupting you. So I, I'll figure something out. Again, uh, write me in, email me, you fucks, email me. You're listening in Singapore, like, what are you doing? If you're listening to it, you might as well. You might as well. I'll muddle through it. I'll, I'll read it on the thing if you want. I don't give a fuck, like... <laughs> This is a lot of time to fill, people. This is a lot of time to fill. And I want you to build a community with me so you can uh, also help me do some of the work. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I just I just think, I always thought it'd be cool. Like, some of my favorite podcasts, they will, uh, they will read, you know, like, emails and stuff. And it's, like, it's cool to know the people you listen to. I will throw you a shout out and I, and I'm serious about building a community. So, you know, why not? Why not write in, shout me out and see what's up. Okay. Let's see. Uh, hmm. Anything else I want to go off about? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, is there anything new on the horizon? Honestly, you know what gets me is that a lot of anime seem to just like come out without any sort of warning. Like I didn't know the Demon Lord anime got another season. I didn't know about slime anime until literally I think a couple episodes after it already came out. Uh, I had no idea when Fire Force was ending. They usually end about 12 to 24 episodes a season, depending on how popular it is. Black Clover just kind of ran continuously the whole time. Uh, maybe they took like a couple weeks off here and there, but they never really uh, stopped. So let's see. Uh, Demon Slayer. For all the Demon Slayer people, if you're into it, I uh, heard they were going to make three like recaps uh, to start off season two. I'm not a big recap guy. I usually rewatch things because it takes so long to come out and I remember what's going on. But if you're into recaps and you just want to, you know, kind of get your feet wet before hopping in, you're not 100% sure of what all happened during season one. It's definitely worth it. Mugen Train was canonical. Mugen Train was canonical, and I don't know if they're going to put it on TV. It's kind of a slap in the face for the people who paid to see it, I think, if they put it on TV like that soon. But uh, they got to do something because a lot of... I'm trying not to do any spoilers. A lot of key plot points came about and were revealed during this. Uh, a lot of things happened that are definitely going to drastically impact the story. 
So I don't know how they're going to fill those gaps for people who didn't see the movie. Uh, as always, you know, go on, watch anime, watch it on whatever streaming platform you can. Uh, you know, I use Verve because it's like all the anime things put together. Not all of them 100%, but it's got most of them. Like, yeah, Funimation has a stranglehold on stuff. Honestly, if you like Funimation, just go for it. Funimation, I think they produce like a lot of the Shonen Jump, or maybe that's a separate thing. I don't even know. But Funimation has a good, a lot of great stuff. Uh, I think they're doing some sort of new streaming thing. Uh, Verve's cool. Crunchyroll, I think that's oh, Verve owns Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll owns Verve, so they're basically the same thing. Then you have Hulu, of course. You got Netflix, which has been killing it with the original content for the most part. You got Yasuke, that was really cool. You had Cannon Busters. Cannon Busters honestly had like the best theme song ever. It almost sounded like some Outcast music. And if you don't know where uh, who Outcast is, they're better than the Beatles. And that is that. All right, y'all. Uh, Till next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and I'll see you next week. We got place to go, things to do, people to see, and we gotta get it done right away. You and the crew, guess be a team, thinking and thieves, and we all trying to help find a way. If you know the destination, we making conversation. Time is ticket, sun is setting, we got no time for waiting. Might be a showdown, look like it's about to go down. Bust through with the cannon at the whole down. to